All right. What's it been like two weeks now? <laughs> like for a month. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done the news in a while. We got to cover a little bit. Yo, but seriously, like, I don't know much about what's going on in Israel and Gaza and Palestine. I don't know much about that shit. So I don't like to pass judgment on stuff that I know about. Right. Oh, by yeah. the way, this is this is the news with Justin from Brooklyn and uh, and Uncle John or John Levia, whatever the fuck you want to call me. Yeah, get uh, that in there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, subscribe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but before we get into like some of the funny news, I uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan yesterday, and he brought up this this article, and um, I looked it up, and this is pretty fucking terrible, dude. Um, apparently, the New York Times printed a photo of a Gaza hospital story that was bombed, and it was a completely fake story. I and heard that, that too. It and, was... they, and they never, and the Times never pulled it. And I got it right here. It says, <clears throat> the New York Times misrepresented a photo of a self of a half-demolished building as the site of the Gaza hospital, which the newspaper initially reported on Tuesday had been hit by an Israeli attack. According to its own wire service, the time identified the location of the photo in, I'm never going to be able to pronounce that, and town in the south of the Gaza Strip, which is not in the northern part of Gaza City where where the war was taking place. So, Well, what I heard was, listen, the Gaza Strip is, from what I understand, the Gaza Strip is, is Palestinians and Israelis uh, living together and you know, it's it's like it's like Dyker Heights and Bensonhurst. Okay, <laughs> it's everyone's one way to put living, it. And everyone's living on Thirteenth Avenue. <laughs> it's a <fun laughs> way to look at it. The only problem, yeah, and then and then, only- and then it's like okay, well, the people from fucking Dyker Heights don't want the people from Bensonhurst living there, <laughs> but the people from Bensonhurst, which is Israel, was like, okay, you come in, you could, you know, you come to the doctor here, you know, do what you gotta do, right? And then. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, if you bomb a country, whether you're a terrorist or you're a army, right? And then you expect that country not to retaliate, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, I I understand. I get it. The the reason why I I can't get into detail is because this is so complicated and it goes, like, I've tried to listen to Ben Shapiro and, like, I can't because he goes Uh, back. Oh, listen, he's Jewish. he, go- <laughs> he goes back, but he goes back so far. I'm like, all right, forget it. But the idea that one of the greatest American newspapers of all time printed a fake story about Israeli about is- the Israeli army bombing a hospital in Gaza, which was completely fake, and put it in their paper and never pulled it when they when they when it was found out that it was fake what? tells you. Tells you, know, you a lot. It's very tells liberal. You, tells you a lot about our media and our country as a whole and how corrupt it is. Yeah, they're gonna tell. Oh yeah, in Gaza, they uh, the they killed they killed Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, they killed God. New York Times published a fictional story by Hamas about the Israeli bombing of a hospital. New York Times used a photo from a completely different location. It was from, like, I think it was, like, Libya or something, right? Let's say, uh, to make it look like a photo of the hospital that was destroyed, author and attorney Michael Sanger posted, 
uh, amazing disinformation and journalistic malpractice. That to me, when we were growing up, man, we were taught that, you know, other countries are corrupt. We do everything right. You know, this is, but it's, it is so blatant in your face now. So much information. And I, I just want to know. I want to know why. I want to know why do we put out f- such fake news? There's an agenda. Yeah, but but what I don't understand on what side. See, when... Well, when hold you on. Look- wait, wait. Before you go any further, the agenda is everyone to hate the West. And the New York Times, which everyone thinks skull, well, New York Times said it, it has to be correct. Right, 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 so, right. The New York Times will tell you, they'll tell you the sky's orange or the sky's green or water's not wet or, you know, and people will believe it. You get all these college kids now that, oh, bro, pro-Palestine, pro-Palestine. Listen, I don't give a either one. I don't care if Palestine removes Israel from the earth. I don't care if Israel removes Palestine from the earth. I don't care. I don't give a shit. It's not my problem. But you got these college kids in the United States that are all, oh yeah, pro-Palestine. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're fucking terrorists. Hamas. The, the, the Hamas has no army. The, so Hamas the, is the fucking defining force, which is Hamas's terrorist. Right. So Israel says, you know, fuck you. We're gonna bomb the shit out of you. Yeah. And then people get upset about that because they, they they reacted to what happened to them. I don't know. I don't know much. Okay, but I was watching Joe Rogan, and last night he had on a um, special forces forces agent that is in and out of. Uh, he just came back from Israel. Before he's been in Iraq, he was been in Afghanistan, and the guy said, "If if Israel lay if if, if Hamas lays down their arms, Israel doesn't attack." If Israel lays down their arms, Hamas takes that advantage to attack. And they're not going to stop until every Jew is dead. Now, to me, it that seems clear cut. But then when you go down the rabbit hole, I just get confused. And I don't because I don't know the history. And I don't and I don't know. Um, that's why I don't like I hate passing judgment or, or saying things on the on the podcast where it. I don't know 100% what it is, right? It yeah. looks pretty clear cut to me that Hamas is a terrorist organization and Israelis on the uh, are correct, but I don't I, I I don't know if Israel is always 100% on the on the side of the good. I don't I don't know. Well, I've seen videos of uh uh Palestinian kids uh throwing rocks at uh you know, Israeli tanks. Right. And then I seen there's like soldiers shooting at those kids. So I was right. like, okay, what, what the f are you doing? Yeah, it looks bad. It looks really they, bad. Got, they got slingshots. Like, what yeah. are we doing? Like it's like yeah. so both sides are they're both corrupt. Right. That's why I don't give a shit about either side. Um, again, I don't know. Uh the reason why I'm not gonna say I don't give a shit is because it looks like the uh, it looks like America seems to be making it their business and i don't understand why I right get it. you know it's um but so i don't want to say i don't i don't give a shit which normally i do not give a shit but if you're going to put american 
soldiers in harm's way, then I start giving a shit, right? What? Even tax dollars. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, it's exactly. weird because we give Israel um, three point like eight billion a year. A year, yeah. And then we're giving Palestine like uh, close to a billion a year, yeah. not as much. But it's, so we're giving, we're pretty much funding both sides yeah. because we give the money to, to, to Palestine, and as for aid, that money's not going to aid. Right, I'm right. Fucking, you know what that money is? It's going to. It's going. It's going to attack Israel. It's going to hookers and cocaine. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, man, I wish I knew more. I would. I'm sure I could spend a, a but I, I don't know much about it. All right. So let's get on to some more fun topics. This one. This one yeah, I thought man. was. Yeah, really. I, this one I thought was interesting. Uh, so in North Dakota, uh, there was a a, a woman, uh, and. Uh, she apparently poisoned her boyfriend for a $30 million inheritance, and she used um, antifreeze. A jealous girlfriend has been charged with poisoning her boyfriend with antifreeze as he went to collect a $30 million inheritance check, but his family claimed they had both been scammed. Stephen Edward Riley Jr., 51, fell ill as he went to Minot Airport on September 3rd to collect the surprise multi-million dollar payday. Uh, here we go. Police say the girlfriend, Thea, kind of, kind of, whatever. I don't know what I said. Forty-seven had poisoned him, leading to his death two days later. A gruesome act, cops said, was driven by financial motives. So he's a construction worker. Uh, he apparently didn't want Kenova to share in with uh with the money. Um, the victim's twenty-one-year-old son. The couple had unwittingly fallen victims to an online scam, and then and they never there never was any money. Wow, this has to be the dumbest couple on the face of the earth. I mean, China called us. We all, we, they're going to give us 30 million bucks. The African guy in Kenya said, Oh, <laughs> hey, hello, my friend. Do you want $30 million? Yeah. And, and then this bitch kills the guy. Yeah, because the guy was like, Don't tell your mother. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> that takes something. <laughs> 30 million. Yeah, yeah. The Mafia guy called me. It's inheritance. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Killed his ass. And then now he fucking. And yeah, then was... money. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Oh, Christ. Uh, this one. This yeah, one. I'm like, oh, hold on. I was like, that's pretty funny. And then I looked into it like a little bit. I was like, wow. I was like, that's a good. So the scammer scammed. The scam went like it was like, like the uh, you know those Russian cups. We take the one lady out and then our little lady, little lady, little lady, little lady. You know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think? <laughs> uh, uh, oh shit! All right, this one, this one was pretty good too. I like this one. Uh, I'm trying to stall because she said she's coming on now. What time do you have to get out of here? I don't know. What do you got? Uh, let's do 20 minutes with her. All right. Because uh, is she coming on? Know, she's not paying attention. Are you, you going to get in trouble? Your wife going to f- beat you up or something? Yeah, she's going to stab me in my eyeballs. <laughs> she's going to poison you with antifreeze. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I got 30 million bucks on the line. If I'm, if I'm Kenya. <laughs> 
Who's your girlfriend from Kenya? Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen her before. That it, it well, literally. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Like if she got so jealous, right? Oh yeah. god. Ah, I just drank a pre-workout. All right, let's get started with the next article. She'll pop in when she pops in. This one, this one was really great. Transgender World Cup swimming races sunk after no entries. The open category was set to accommodate transgender swimmers after restrictions were imposed on them. World Cup swimming races designed to accommodate transgender competitors have been abandoned because no one entered. Open categories made up of 50 and 100 meter races across all strokes. Strokes. (laughs) We're due to the part of the competition starting in Berlin on Friday, but no entries were received for the events world World Aqueducts, World Aquatics said, sorry. So that just proves that the guys that are trans are pervs and scam artists. That just proves it. Yeah, that just proves it. Hey, look, we're going to accommodate you. You want to be trans? Fine. And this is what people have been saying from the beginning. Just make a trans category. But this is the problem. They don't want to. What's up? It's basically a men's category. Yeah, yeah, it's a shitty men's category. <laughs> All right, you guys suck at life. So, uh, yeah. All right, we'll do a trans thing. Uh, and then nobody signs up, and it's like, oh, what the f- I'm doing? Yeah. So that that just proves that these guys are just pervs and cheats. Yeah, That's fuck it. them. Seriously. Oh, sorry. Heck them. <laughs> you can say f- You just can't uh, say heck. Right, yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah. those yeah. trans. Yeah, you could say that. That's all fine. But the word uh, trans for fards. Yeah, you can't say for fard. For fard. <laughs> oh, great. You clearly got a fucking yeah. You know, I fuck them. I don't feel bad for them anymore. No. At first, I was like, oh, you know, it's gotta be tough if you think you're a fucking woman. Yeah. And you're a guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you gotta be confused. It's gotta be tough. But now it's to the point where it's like, you know what? Because it's bullshit. It's it's bullshit. Because anytime, anytime a sport starts, it always starts with men, and then they go, "Well, what about the women?" And women that are into the sport, they jump right into it, right? So people, listen, go, oh, I know, oh. listen, I know females who are good at soccer or right. basketball, but they go with other women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I suck at basketball. <laughs> yeah, but if I played true. against the WNBA, dude, I'd be a starter. I'd be yeah. I'm like this. I'd be dressed like this. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, so like the NBA goes, okay, let's start a WNBA. And all these college girls jump into it. Right. Yeah. And then so you got to be a fucking secretary at the end of the day anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You, can't, you cannot retire after the WNBA. <laughs> You gotta be a secretary scrubs on at a treat release in Bay Ridge. You're gonna be the you're gonna be the tallest secretary in Bay Ridge. Yeah, aren't you that woman that got like up in Russia? Now you're taking my information at a treat release at a city MD. You fuck bitch. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, uh, this girl, the the guest, the, the I don't the, know. We're just gonna keep going without her. I have no idea. 
Don't worry about it. Oh, God. One thing about these girls is they're greatly dependable. Unbelievable. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, fucking have me wait 10 minutes. I'm going to be somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, dude. All right. So we'll get through this. All right. Here we go. This one was good, too. This That's is another. The, the, um... That's the clip. Oh, 100%. Yeah, That's yeah. the clip. Yeah. Here, this is a good one, too. We always do a lot of pro women stuff on this show, right? Kevin, Con- yeah, yeah, we love the, the girls. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's ex fumbled the bag. My wife and- has a crush on him, by the way. Kevin Costner. Yeah, I, that's what I said. Really? Kevin Costner, not Mel Gibson. Kevin Costner. Well, that's the well, guy you're gonna go with. Yeah. Yeah, she's a fucking mailman. My my wife oh, like the, the uh, what is it called the paint the uh, postman. My the post. Oh, I don't know. My wife likes Vin Diesel. I'm okay with that. No, you look like Vin Diesel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh shit! Did you ever play that game with your girl? Did you ever play that game? Oh, uh, the game. game where it's like, uh, if you could have a whole pass for one night, who would you pick? Anybody in the world? So obviously, uh, you. I'd, I'd want to kill her. So. <laughs> yeah, but your girl would pick Kevin Costner, right? I think so. Yeah. I think if uh, uh, who's married to Ryan Gosling? If Matt does. Yeah, that's what I picked because she yeah. was just like, uh, yeah. I played that. I played that game with my wife, and uh, she asked me who would I. Fucking yeah. <laughs> I know. She goes. I said, "Who would you pick?" She goes, "Vin Diesel." I, she goes, "Who would you pick?" I said, uh, "Veronica across the street." <laughs> you know the male lady, the black woman that does the, <laughs> the, the uh, Amazon deliveries. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Shaquana. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to blast. Put a runner on what? Actually, the girl's across the street's name is Vanessa, not Veronica. Fuck. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> That's two strikes, bro. Anyway, this girl, they get divorced. He's got this ironclad uh fucking um uh uh what is it? It's uh fuck. Uh yeah, the thing we can't think of. Prenup. Yeah, he's got this ironclad prenup, right? He's, he's worth. He's worth. Yeah, he's worth two hundred and fifty million. She goes to court. Who's this? Kevin Costner. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Kevin Costner's wife takes him to court. They get divorced after I don't my know how many wife's years. Girl, my wife's boyfriend. Yeah, right. Yeah. She goes to fucking. She goes to fucking court. They're gonna give her, I think, a hundred and sixty-eight thousand a month or hundred seventy thousand a month. Yeah. Oh, here it is. They were originally going to give her $175,000 a month. She goes back to court. And now it's now she's getting now she's getting 63,000 a month. 63 they went from 175 to 63,000. Dude, I wish I made 63,000 a month. Yeah, but it's like what I'm saying is it wasn't enough. Like I'll give you $175,000 a month and let, let's face it, at this point it's not about at this point, it's not about the money, right? I mean, it's not about the the, the kids. You just want more money, and then the, yeah. and and then, then they then they got it knocked down to fucking sixty three thousand 